How we doing? Good? Mike, check. Mike. You are Mike. It's, check. I always bring one. <laughs> That's what we do. All right, crack it open. Both ears. Do I just break the end off on the table? <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't, uh, oh, is this vintage? Sorry. I feel like uh, that <laughs> happened once. Like I feel like it was Mike Halverson. You got a lime. Put the lime in the coconut. Sam earlier tonight told me you're supposed to put your thumb over this oh, and then put it upside down. That's what... That's what? what I just... Oh, Jesus. It's just like Sam had just sprayed everywhere. That's ah. what they did at the Battle of Pueblo. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck you're saying. I think that's what Cinco de Mayo is supposed to celebrate. Oh, a, a is that what it is? Uh, at Pueblo? I don't know. Pueblo Beach? No, that's Pebble Beach. I'm sorry. <laughs> they play golf there. <laughs> at Pueblo. <laughs> like Tiger Woods one. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you just spilled it all over the floor. Where's the cat? I don't know. <laughs> Cats don't drink it. Anyway, uh, we cat. are, uh, rightfully so, celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Is it Mayo or Mayo? Mayo. It is Mayo, right? There's no Mayo. Somebody earlier was saying Mayo, and I was like, that's a condiment. So yeah. I don't I don't know about that. Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth of... Drink on the mayo. <laughs> anyway, cheers, bitch. Here we go. Clinky. Oh. See, that's why it'd be better if we were a little closer. Touche. So lately on the podcast, we've been doing these episodes called a uh, twosome. So this is a twosome with you, my friend. Oh. This is Mike Davis in the house. If I had the applause button lit up, I would hit it, but it's not turned on. Thank you. You're welcome. I will envisage. <laughs> yeah, you still said thank you. <laughs> I will envisage uh, a raucous applause. I appreciate that. By the way, on our last episode of Opposite, I told the story of the ruckus fans. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> ah, the bane of Dan Versteg's exi <laughs> existence. You know, he got what he got. Mm -hmm. Also, Versteg... Wasn't his wife the one that was in the front office? Yeah, she was like counselor. What was her name? Beth. Was it Beth? Beth, that's right. Right. She was hot. I know. And like the, all the stories of him cheating on her. And, and was that? Like that was the thing? Later. Like after he Oh, moved, later after we were out. A superintendent or whatever somewhere. I guess there was a scandal with another, another woman and him. And I'm thinking like, you're kind of a dope. Yeah. And you got Beth. <laughs> so I think you got a good thing going. I'm going to be, I'm going to make a bold statement and say that he was in no position to cheat on her. I know. I was like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> There's a certain caliber of person that maybe has more of a, of a opportunity or a reason to explore to, you know, to branch out. They're the ones that are called the uh, the settlers in the relationship. Maybe they are like a nine and then they realize that the other person is like a four. You know what I mean? And it doesn't even necessarily need to be looks. It doesn't have to be that. It could be 
intellect. It could be it could be anything. They're just they're not on the same level. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, you should probably end your relationship before you start doing said deeds. But he was not that he was not qualified. He was the four. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we were in high school with very attractive high school girls and we still thought that she was attractive. I'm right. just saying. Yes. I mean, usually the, the caliber of, of teacher is not high. So when you have right. a teacher that even turned your head as a teenage boy. They're my favorite. Um, you pay attention. Yeah, and I did. We didn't have a lot in Nevada. I'm just <laughs> saying. Just putting that out there. Oh, I just cheers to my microphone. Anyway, happy Cinco de Mayo, Dan Versteg. Yes. Wherever, wherever, yeah. wherever you I, are. And I understand that uh, Ian said he's friends with him on LinkedIn. No way. Who's, and he doesn't do anything education anymore. It's going to be like that. Yeah. Like that level of, of uh, you know, maturity now where you're friends with former teachers. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> what can you do? Here, I'm going to adjust this a little bit. Here we are. I like a good reverb. If that, uh... You are, so you're sitting in Sam's spot and ah. you are almost equally as quiet as Sam is. So I didn't really have to change that much. Okay. It's, <laughs> yes. no, don't put it closer. <laughs> That's what my wife says. Is like, she says, don't put it closer. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I have six kids. So every time I got closer. You know what's going to happen. It was like, a, it didn't take much. Mm. No. <laughs> I'm known as the mumbler in the house. You know, they don't hear me. That's all right. The kids, or at least they all feign to not hear me. That. Have you yelled at your kids? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah? What mm. kind of yeller are you? Give me an example. Like, lose it in a moment. Have you? And say random. A thing that doesn't make any sense. You've done, but do you, do you, are you still like mumbling when you yell? Are you still like, God damn it. Or are you, or are you actually like legit yelling? More like a, yeah, more like a shout. Okay. And they all kind of look at me and I'm like, a little bit softer now, a little bit yeah, softer. Like that. And I'm like, <laughs> and then I, and then it, that's a peak. And then they're like, oh, what? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, sorry, I may have lost it there, but uh, the point still it's stands. This, it's this song. And um, you kids wouldn't understand because you're the worst. There was a movie um, <laughs> also in the 70s. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> is there a, is there a, is there a theme? To these twosomes? Are you serious? There's We never oh, have a theme okay. for anything. Like occasionally on the pod, that's what we call it now, the pod. When you're in the biz, <laughs> you say the pod. Occasionally we will have like things that have come up that I'm like, well, we should probably talk about that, you know, when there's new stuff. And yeah. of course, when we got together, like during all the Trump shit that was going on and every day was just a nightmare <laughs> it was you know we talked about a lot of that stuff and yeah. and i would say that half of the podcast um no i'm gonna be so bold as to say uh three quarters of the podcast didn't want to talk about it but i still brought it up <laughs> <laughs> they're listening they know it's true uh. but it's you know i figured it's something that people wanted to hear about and and hear what you know not necessarily having more news fed at you but hearing what some like-minded people thought about the situation Mm -hmm. and me personally i like those types of conversations 
where I get to hear, like if there's someone out there that I like and respect for one reason or another, uh, even if it's not like, even if I don't know anything about where they stand politically, it's interesting to hear where they're coming from on a certain topic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just, I don't know. I, I like that sort of thing. And I enjoy having those conversations. And it's never my intention to like ruffle any feathers, but apparently I'm known as like, I don't know, devil's advocate around here, even though I don't think that I'm necessarily like on the wrong side of things or whatever. I just, I very much like to explore the different, I don't know, avenues that you could go down on, on things. So Mm. I don't know, but really, I mean, there's not a lot happening right now. That's too crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's shit happening. There's like a shooting every day and you know, there's, there's all of that stuff. There's that. I don't want to talk about that. I mean, it's your first time here. We don't need to talk about that shit uh, unless we go for like three hours or something. (laughs) And anyways, (laughs) but anyways, uh, about Republicans and uh, let's chat. And like what, uh, what, like eight hours that Prince Charles is going to get crowned. Is that tomorrow? tomorrow? Yeah, like it starts at like four a.m. our time. Right, so they're six hours ahead. Yeah. So, uh, that's have you ever been to tomorrow. England? I've not been to Mary England. Mm, that's I'd never called it that when I was there. I think that's what they call. I it. met a person named Mary. She was nice. <laughs> uh, uh, I fun, should go. Fun, very quick thing that I can tell you about the first and only time we went to England. At a certain point, we had just like had it with different restaurants and we stayed in Notting Hill. Uh, You've seen the movie, you know, we were staying with Hugh Grant. Mm -hmm. So down the road from Notting Hill, there was a pizza hut. So one night we had been there like maybe a week because we we were there for a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Excuse me, this fucking, oh, Corona. We're having Corona Mm -hmm. for uh, our our current cerveza. Mm. Look at that. You, when you brought over your beer earlier tonight, you called them cervezas, but this, sir, this on the bottle, it says this is yes. a cerveza. La cerveza más fina, which mm. I believe is a Spanish for the most fine beer. Is that what it means? Well, más is more. I'm guessing yeah. fina means like... Fine. Fine. Good. Yeah. Finished. <laughs> the... The beer. The beer more fine. That was <laughs> but beer more fine, everyone. <laughs> anyway, uh, we went to Pizza Hut, and um, I think what ended up happening is I went to the counter to order, and I said, could I get a such and such, blah, blah, blah. And of course, breadsticks. You can't go to Pizza Hut without breadsticks. It's like, it's part of like our... Being, mm-hmm. right. you know, us, us being did, born did in your, 1982, did right? Did you bring your book it? Shut <laughs> 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 Listen, oh, I, I read uh, 12 books, so. No big deal. Like, where's my free England. <laughs> and I went up to the counter and I said, we would like a large deep dish sausage pizza. And the person looked at me like, I'm sorry, what? And I said, a large deep dish sausage pizza and they're like i'll be right back they went to the back and someone comes out and they're like i'm sorry we don't we don't carry sausage (laughs) they didn't have sausage there (laughs) so pizza like they have pepperoni but no they sausage pizza it was not a thing 
there. I feel like they have sausages for breakfast like, every day. This person had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, I thought it was like, oh, but we have a fish and chips pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like we can uh, stick that on there. Yeah, I'm not going to eat that. I promise you, that is a fact. Mm. So anyway that happened so you, and it was funny you settled for the pepperoni so we got pepperoni and we got a you know the thing is pizza you can have like two pieces and then like your your eyes are always bigger than your stomach mm-hmm. when it comes to that so yeah it did not and you're gonna feel like garbage afterwards especially you can't have pizza hut without having a soda or like a beer or something like that but me personally i prefer to have a soda yeah like a like a pepsi or whatever mm-hmm. do you say soda or pop i say soda good see it's a tradition cheers way. to that <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of friends that say pop and they would and i get weird about it yeah mm. it happens this is delicious yeah. I feel like one of the things that we can talk the most about is music. Aye. And I was thinking about you the other day. Oh, dear. Um, and then I finished and then I thought about you again later. Sorry. Never mind. No, that was too much. So <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about you because I was also thinking about uh, Brian. Yeah. And I couldn't remember who was the bigger cake fan, Ooh. but I thought maybe it was Brian because mm, yeah. we had a wedding near Solon and it got done. And I was so tempted to just stop by their house because I it's like on the Internet. I could have figured out where they lived, but yeah. it was like 930 at night. And I'm like, ah, I just might as well drive home. So I didn't do it. But yeah. on the way home, we were listening. Kara and I were listening to a bunch of 90s music because I'm trying to make her the coolest kid ever. And so far it's working. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to uh, some playlist where Cake came on. And she knew the go, uh, the distance, going the distance yep. song. Yep. And uh, But the other ones she did not know. And it yeah. was, I thought that, that it was Brian. Was yeah. it Brian? But you really liked them too, right? Yes, I, I enjoy Cake. Brian is, is probably more seasoned in all of their albums. Mm-hmm. And therefore, Emily as well has sort of brought that on as well. Um, I remember, though, yeah, like Brian and I, when we would go to track meets together mm-hmm. on the bus, yeah. we'd both listen to Fashion Nugget uh, yes. on our Discmans. <laughs> but of course. Uh and it would be like, and we'd look at each other like, what song are you on? And then like Brian yeah. would do some sort of mouthing thing. Like, I know you're, you're on Italian leather sofa. <laughs> uh, you don't have to do that, Brian, on the bus. Like, <laughs> everyone can see you. Uh, but like something about that album just really got me jazzed up. Now, was there a particular track? I'm going to pull it up. I'm gonna, uh, I'm I mean, gonna Italian go leather sofa is really, really good because it talks about boobs that bounce. <laughs> Um, Dude, I guess that's true. They don't all bounce, right? Oh, no. Like some of them don't. Right. That's why. uh, And it was like, you know, as a teenager. Italian leather sofa. Yeah. You couldn't buy that. Like you could still buy that album at the store and it wasn't explicit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they just said boobs, which was not a bad word. Wow. So it was like it wasn't bleeped out on the radio. (laughs) Like these are, that was a song that I was like, ooh, I feel so scandalous listening to this. This is it? It sounds right. Yeah, gotta turn this up. Here we go. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to be honest with you. I have only ever heard their uh, hits. I've never listened to this album all the way through. Oh, this is a really good album, start to finish. Well, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> it was much later that I realized that these were euphemisms for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's ships coming in. Uh, it's not it. a ship at all. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. See, uh, now never, you start to get the, the the glimpse of these these couples' relationship. You know, if I wouldn't have, you know, back in the day when Spotify didn't exist, I would have heard this song and I would have been like, "This sounds like Kate." <laughs> yes, same voice. <laughs> sounds just like that dude. Yes. What is this song? I think I got really into like that album, the next one, and maybe the third one. Like, but I think I started mm. to fall off. I think Brian's maintained. Yeah. Here, sorry, I had to take a drink because yep. I have a problem. Uh, here we go. Reluctantly crouched mm. at the starting line. Engines pumping Ooh. and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. What is your favorite cake song? Mm. Is it the Italian sofa? And that's a really good one. Uh, I'm trying to remember if that was the original question that I asked you. Uh, if it was your favorite. If you as you asked if I was a if I or Brian were a big cake fan. Yeah. Uh, I do enjoy it. Remember, there was one I sang. Here. It was really funny. You're, you're gonna have to wait. We gotta do this. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. All alone. He's racing and the course. He's Ooh, yeah. So good. There's, I don't know. Even though so many songs can have such a different sound from the 90s, like a cake song, you know exactly where that's coming from. Like this song, you know exactly where it's coming from. Yes, I know exactly. What is this, like 97, 98? I know exactly where I you know, was, how old I was. Oh, this was '96. Shit. Yeah. Wow. What I what I really appreciate about Cake is that if you were to like say, like we're gonna have this band and they're gonna sing these songs with lots of words. Yeah. <laughs> like really intricate words to the song, like which some sometimes a pop song is pointless. But this, right. He actually seems like he told a story. And then we're going to have like trumpets <laughs> and then we're going to have like a really throaty bass line and we're going to have this guy that plays riffs on guitar. Like, mm -hmm. and it's like all those elements alone sound like they wouldn't work. But when you put a song there, they're like that. I, I like that song. Mm -hmm. Like this, all the sound, like it would seem weird. Like anytime that, <laughs> anytime that like brass instruments are added to a rock band, there's always a big question mark. Mm-hmm. And like, are you a Scott? You never, uh, like, are you the Mighty Mighty Boston? Yes, are you just trying? And so a lot of people instantly start hating it because they have that and they think it's um, ska music or something. But mm -hmm. these guys did not. Oh, Scott. So while we were driving back, we did dabble 
in mm. some ska music, which I don't do a lot. Yes. What would be your favorite ska song or slash band? Uh, I mean, Real Big Fish is good. Okay. I was uh, kind of going to go there. Who was the one I saw them at Dot Fest? <laughs> what? Does they Dot were, Fest even happen anymore? Probably not. It happened like twice, and I think we ruined it. I don't know. <laughs> second time, ruined it. <laughs> well, that was the second. The one we went to the last time was when the guy from Smash Mouth like, was flipping off the crowd the whole time. Oh. And I didn't understand. Like, I don't know if. Didn't he end up being like a huge racist or something? Yeah, I mean, it fits. Something like <laughs> that. Because it right. was like, he seems yeah. awful angry at us. Which yeah, seems something, odd. something happened within the last couple of years that he, fi- like, because of social media, got like busted. Right. for it where somebody put up a video where he was like on some sort of rant and it did not end well for yeah. that dude i mean i i remember that um like soren seemed like he was fairly into or well well versed in in ska music interesting like he, he i like didn't he, know that seemed like he knew a lot of the bands and he mm. introduced me some of them like oh this is all right so the only one now that i really know is the interrupters oh yeah so they, because they toured with like Green Day, they toured with the Dropkick Murphys. Okay, yeah. Before and which I don't know that I would have necessarily would have put ska with Dropkick Murphys, but somehow it works. <laughs> like it, it just goes together. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I feel like it's an exception to the rule yeah. that it's good because <laughs> usually it's like, okay, not so good. So you said real big fish, right? Yeah, that, I mean they got Yeah, they got playing time on the radio. Oh, 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 oh. This is we listen to this one in the car. Yeah. This I would I bet I could probably do this one at karaoke. It's just so fast paced. Yeah. As long as you got it down. Yeah, this is, I put this, you know, in the back. We were at the bar earlier tonight, and I had those music videos Mm -hmm. going. So on our main playlist, I do have this song in this video. So I'm a big fan of this one, at least. You're going to go to the record store. You're going to give them all your money. Radio plays what they want you to hear. I just don't believe it. Sell out with me. Oh, yeah, sell out. Oh, I will. With me tonight. The record company's gonna get me lots of money and everything's gonna be alright. Yeah. Oh, that one will take you back. Okay, take a guess. What year was that? Yeah. Oh, was it 98? So, 90, another 96. What the heck's wrong with me? <laughs> From the album Turn the Radio Off. Yes. Because they weren't playing that song on no. the radio. But I really like, like these guys, like it, this sounds like, like it, it sounds like what you would hear if they were playing on a stage. Yeah. Like it doesn't sound like. That's true. It's not like, it doesn't sound, what is, what's the word? Like refined? Yeah. It's not overly produced. Yeah. Or anything like that. <laughs> it's not like the quality is bad. Right. But no, no, no. The quality, like, the, the quality is what it should be. Cause any more like refined, mm-hmm. it wouldn't sound like this right right so it sounds like if i saw them 
I'd get the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, lay some other music on me. Uh, since we're since we're in the '90s, what are some of your faves? Because I feel like that we have quite a few differences there, mm-hmm. as far as like what our go tos might have been. First of all, for a good chunk of the '90s, I listened to a lot of '80s music, mm. especially the like the mid to early '90s. Like I was still on board with a lot of the stuff that was on the top. 40 lists for the early 90s, but I was still kind of living in 80s music mm-hmm. at the time just because there was so much of it for me to like dive into and enjoy. And I bought so many CDs of like the one hit wonders from the 80s because there were so many compilations because we were removed from the 80s. Mm-hmm. So that was fun for me, but I still have a lot of base knowledge you know and extended knowledge of the 90s i think mm-hmm. although if sam were here he could probably challenge both of us because that dude knows a lot about music <laughs> gosh i mean uh the very first first album a record or a cd i bought myself well oddly was metallica's black album really because uh, I had like an older cousin who I thought was really cool. And were he had were they actually really cool? Turns out later they weren't. But then, <laughs> That's how it always goes. But I, my, I was younger. And I well, the I, ones that you thought were cool were the ones that were probably breaking all the rules. Yes. And then when, you, when you're an adult, you're like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. I was like, oh, gosh. Uh, but he had he introduced me to that. And I, I liked a lot of the song. Like they were good. Yeah. And I think it was like. Starting to understand what I liked as compared to what my parents were throwing mm. at me, which was a lot of the Beatles. Your parents were stuck in the 60s. Yeah, huh? like my dad like only listened to the oldie station, which back then only played like 60s music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was always a Beatles fan. Um, how does that make, first of all, step back. Mm-hmm. How does it make you feel that when we were kids, the oldie station played the 60s? Right. And possibly the 50s as well, a little sure. bit in there. Yeah. And now it plays the 80s and 90s. It's a little disturbing. Like I turned it on once and there was Michael Jackson. I was like, like, this isn't old. And it's like Michael Jackson from the Dangerous album or something. (laughs) I was like, how dare you? Like, what? This is pop. I don't know what they're doing. It's not even rock with you. It's like. (laughs) Yes. So. It's great. uh, And my mom. Remember the time. My mom was, she was a little older, uh, younger than my dad. So she was like seven years younger. Yeah. So she like was actually more into disco than oh, he ever was. No. So she had a lot of like Super Tramp. She played that album a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know all the words, but I hate it. Which one? Super Tramp. What was their big song? Uh, what was it? My dad. Um, my dad really liked ELO. Oh yeah. So we got Electric a lot of that. Light Orchestra. So there was a lot of that. Played. I got to figure out. I know yeah, Super, Super Tramp. Tramp. Yeah, I don't know the name, but I'd know it if I heard it. And my mom really likes Stevie Wonder, which wasn't bad, actually. But. All right. Well, uh, so there's two really big songs from Supertramp. And the the amount of plays that they have on Spotify are very close. So this is number one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So does this help you at all? Do you know what the other one is? Because as soon as I saw it, I knew what it was. Got no. nothing? I got nothing on the All right, name. here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
does this bring, bring back memories for you? Yep. All, their top five. Okay, what's the deal with Super Tramp here? Because their top five songs. Oh, there's another one that you would know as well. Yeah, um, top, the whole album. From 1979. So borderline 80s, but it definitely doesn't. I, this does not sound 80s to no. me. Um, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, my mom graduated in like 78. Oh, so that would do it. So she was like prime age yeah, this for this like to be her jam. Yep. When to when she would go to the club. This All right. Was back in you could you could buy alcohol at that age then. Yeah. They, they so, uh, didn't have that. So number years. three on this list list says Breakfast in America. Nope. Yeah, that's but familiar. I but I don't know that song. Maybe if I heard it, I'd know it. But I'm not gonna play it. But I am gonna play number four. Mm-hmm. All top five songs are on the same album. Yes. I feel like the album just blew up. Like, did they have more than one album? And I'm not sure they had another one. <laughs> oh, they did. They had one in 77, 74. Okay. 1982. That says Famous Last Words, but was it their actual last album? Probably not. <laughs> Maybe that was poorly named. They didn't realize it. Could be. Oh, my gosh. Last Queen without a throne. Yeah, baby. I feel like this is just a guy on a rolling keyboard. Yeah. I think, some, I think you're right. I don't think there's just, like, maybe just two people. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever wish you would have learned to play more instruments besides the guitar? Yeah, I wish that, I mean, no one told me to. I, I wish I would have learned to play piano. Yeah. Because, like, my kids are taking it. I like, wish I would have learned to do anything, dude. And I mean, like, it's cool because, like, I have talents that I can use, but they're, like, old to me. They're boring to me. And I just wish that I could do things that, like, above and beyond just, like, editing and mm. bullshit, you know? I Don't get me wrong. It's, it's lucrative for me, but I, I just wish that I had more talents. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the ship has sailed, but it's it's pretty far out. This is a bass guitar. Anyway, gosh, that one goes out to Mary. Cheers to her. Yes, I. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of like my upbringing. So then it was like, I, I got to find something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> this is too uh, much. And my sister got I'm really... kind of shocked to hear that you got Metallica first, though. Yeah, that was like the... Ver- and it was at Disco Round. Yeah. In Ames. And like, I had like... <laughs> Which was like, a, you trade in yes. your old CDs. And, and I just yeah. went with my sister, who she was really into like R&B. Like Tony Braxton. Was that the disco round that was in the train station or yeah. was it the one in campus? The one in train station. Wait, was that one in the same? Did the one at the train station move to campus? Oh, maybe it did. Is that how that went? Hmm. I wonder. But yeah, we were there and I just had like maybe $5 at all to spend. And, I, and all of a sudden I see the Black Album and I was like, oh, this is the one that my oh, cousin yeah. said was cool. Look, I can kind of see a snake on yes. this. Uh, so I got it. I'm so evil. proud of myself. Oh, by the way, I lied. Give a little bit was on a different album. 
that was not on the uh, oh, the other one, uh, Breakfast in America album. Yep. We had that on, but I, they look at it. It like they're all the same color blue. Yeah, but I'm drunk, so we had that on a, that a record. My mom had the record. <laughs> Goodbye, stranger. <gasps> I keep getting all of these notifications that people have new songs. Hmm. Um, what? You heard e- that Everclear released Santa Monica re-recorded sped up. Oh. What? I heard that the Smashing Pumpkins are going to have a new album. Yeah, he was on, Billy Corgan was on Stern. Uh, and I listened, he's been on there a few times yeah. over the years. But yeah, he said that they were working on new yeah, shit. Which I was like, oh, yeah, look at that. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. I was really interested, a uh, fun fact, I have never listened to uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness all the way through. Mm-hmm. Like I've never listened to the full album, but I've wanted to. Mm. So they released a a vinyl of it years ago, but the prices were like through the roof. So they finally released this like box set thing. And I found one of them. And online they were selling for like 110, 120 or whatever, brand new. And um, not even from like resellers or anything like that. And I went to a record shop in Minnesota. They had it. Uh, it was only a hundred bucks. I took it up to the counter and dude was like, well, a lot of times when people spend so much, I'll knock off a little bit. So he took off like another 10 bucks. So I got this hundred, let's call it $115 thing for like 90 bucks. And so I brought it home. I hadn't opened it. And then we decided that we were going to go on some trips as a family and that's when I decided maybe I should downsize my record collection. So then I had somebody that was willing to buy it from me for like 160 <laughs> online. So I never even fucking opened it. I had it here. <laughs> I never listened to it. And so I still haven't listened to the fucking album all the way through. But yeah. I, I would like to. I've I've talked to other friends that they're like, yeah, it's okay. You know, it's not as good as like the big hits from it, you know, and whatever. But Mm-hmm. Uh, but who knows, maybe it would be my jam. Maybe I would really love it or something. You know, I've gone back and visited albums when I've had more time where I listened to it all the way through and I'm like, this is really good, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't even get the fucking yeah. chance cause I sold it. And then we went to New York like <laughs> 17 times. Yes. So I remember Ian being a big, uh, Smashing Pumpkins fan back in the day. I didn't know that. He was big, big into that. I, I that. whenever I think of Ian, I think of Foreigner. <laughs> Well, he's also big in that. <laughs> Cute. Oh, I love it. Uh, uh, trying to think, yeah. I'm trying to like, what's my what was my progression? But yeah, Metallica. I definitely bought a Green Day Dookie album. Yeah. Um, I remember that. Uh, and my I remember my uncle wanting to see the jacket back when they printed all the lyrics in there. Yeah. And he was had lots of questions. I was like, <laughs> when he what's this? this called? I was Dookie? Like, I was like, don't show this to mother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't need to know what's written. Oh, no shit. Uh, and then, yeah, I was trying to think before I went. Uh, yeah, some Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. And I, th- I think I started to like go down this grunge alternate rock thing. And then I realized, I think I like that. Yeah. Like, I just like to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I started you know, going down. Long way to the top. Anyway. So. I I have a question for you. Yep. What was the first time that you remember you got in trouble by your parents 
for something music related. Like, and here's the thing. I know that your parents were pretty generous with you. Like you got like, you had like a pass yes. <laughs> for a lot of things. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm the youngest, but only of two. Right. <laughs> so right. They got burned out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but I, 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 like I had way less rules than my yeah. sister did. And I don't know if they just decided like, he's good. <laughs> he'll take care of he'll it take care of he'll take care of himself he's got this but did you ever like play something too loud that had like oh. certain words in it or whatever no. that, that they were just like what the fuck is this um anything rap oh hip-hop and that was probably just because they didn't like rap they didn't like it yeah they hated it my dad said it wasn't music and i was like well i mean yeah, but now because you don't like it, I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it wasn't music related, so I'm breaking the rules to my own question. But I was at my great aunt's house and my my family is like weird. So I would spend a decent amount of time at my great aunt's house and she lived with her mother, which was my great grandmother. And they did they did a lot of stuff for me uh and and bought me like a lot of things i was very spoiled by them they were the ones that bought me all the nintendo systems like when i was in college they bought me the xbox you know like i i got all of that stuff and and they just really spoiled me with those things however (laughs) (laughs) I i was quick to find out they were not okay with everything and uh one of those things was i was so excited when the movie Bad Boys mm. released uh, on VHS. And we're so old <laughs> that it was on VHS. <laughs> but I brought it back to the house and I made the mistake of not playing it in my room where like the Nintendo and the little TV was. I was like, I'm gonna watch this in the living room. And I can't remember if I had seen it before or not, like if I knew that this was coming. But the very beginning of the movie has Martin Lawrence and Will Smith in this like black Porsche. Mm-hmm. And and Martin Lawrence is like making fun of the of the car mm-hmm. and like how much he loves this car. And he says something like it's it's basically like a big, like black, shiny dick. And they're the, just two balls dragging the fuck along. And my <laughs> and my great aunt hears that from the other room. I have never heard her yell so loud in my entire life. <laughs> And it was clear that this movie would be played no more. And I'm telling you, this happens like within the first minute of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. I do remember being in the car with my parents. So my mom and my stepdad. And I played... I was just, I think I was just listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's change this boring ass KGGO classic rock bullshit, which was like, you know, the 70s and early 80s. And it was just like the stuff that was being played on that station when we were in high school was not my jam. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's change it to this station over here, which would have been like 1071 or whatever. And here, let me pull up the song. That I that I know that you're gonna know this song. So I have them change the station. Immediately, this song is playing. 
Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something, yep. which I liked mm-hmm. at the time. And um, it got like through the chorus once. And I can't even remember which parent it was, but they were like, this is the biggest pile of shit song I've ever heard. And it's like, it's completely innocent. There's nothing wrong with it. Like, what the fuck is your problem? (laughs) But they just like ripped it apart. And I'm like, what do you want from me? I'm like 15 fucking years old. Leave me alone. Can I not like what I like? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, this is clearly the worst thing ever. (laughs) Thank God. Remember the bell man. I think we both kind of liked it. One thing we've got. Although I will say, in making the videos and stuff for Time Out and putting that compilation together, this video really sucks. <laughs> they, they could have done a lot better than the video. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, 90s pop music. Yeah. What what was some of your favorite? Ugh. Because I wouldn't call Cake wasn't pop. No, no, it wouldn't have been. 90s pop. And I mean, I guess Green Day would be in there. Yeah. Because they mean, were kind of pop-ish. Made, they, they were alt. It made the, the stuff. I mean, before we started to get, like, I remember we had an Ace of Bass tape. Oh, the sign? Yeah. And I saw, yeah. like, that was one of those where, like, I didn't want to admit to my sister that I liked the jam. Mm-hmm. But I didn't mind listening to it in the car. I was like, this yeah. is better than, you know, oldies. So now, which <laughs> but which was the sign your favorite, or was it all that she wants, or don't turn around? I remember liking don't turn around, but yeah. that one is not nearly as successful as the other one. So this one was on the radio a lot. I think that I think that this one might be their most popular song. Is that true? Let me check. Yeah, this one's number one. And then after that, the sign. And then "Beautiful Life" is their third most popular. I mean, this song got a lot of play, so I felt like it was always played. So that. Previous one was kind of like a, just a different one to like. Yeah, and it had that like, you mean my baby? <laughs> you always want to sing that part. He is another baby. That's always fun to sing along. I. But even this is one like even like people who didn't like Ace of Base knew yeah. knew these knew this song. This is 1993, buddy. 1993. Man, there's so many things on this list. 90s pop songs. Since good shit, man. I mean, there we got a lot of stuff on here that you wouldn't think. Like, I mean, I really like the Oasis. They're kind of alt rock mix. They're they're poppy, but they had a little bit of
but people that listen to this know I've brought up the Valley Girl video before. Mm, yep, yep. But after that in high school, then there was a a group of us, which really the 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 heart of the group was basically you and me that would m- go out and make these videos. And it was basically just lip syncing along to songs that we liked. Yep. And God, I think there was, remember we did that. Oh, we did the acoustic version of like your love by the outfield. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I don't even know if that one ended up anywhere. No. So I don't know if that's just on a tape somewhere oh, yeah, we or whatever. Went into a big auditorium we at did. Iowa state. And, and just... But we filmed it like three different times or four different times <laughs> from different angles and did yeah. the same thing. Yeah, you could just dude. use a 500 person auditorium. <laughs> we just walked in yeah, there. You look like you know what you're doing. <laughs> Nobody asked questions. That's half the battle, right? That's right. <laughs> yes, I was thinking, I was like, mm-hmm. we did so many videos, I think, because neither one of us would tell the other that it's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> and we would just keep going along, uh, like, let's film this. All right, let's do it. <laughs> you know like, what? Um, I'm glad I thought about that because. Uh, I haven't, I don't think I've listened to that acoustic cover or that acoustic version of that song since we did it. Oh yeah. Uh, but that, that was still the outfield that did it, right? Yes, it was. So where is their acoustic version? I, uh, I was at a, I don't see that on here. I was at a garage sale and somebody was playing the outfield in the garage and I was like, this person, they're a good person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can trust you. I know I can trust you immediately. I don't, I don't see it on here, dude. Oh man, I gotta break rules. I gotta go to YouTube, oh, man. Uh, because I, I want to hear. I hear the regular version a lot because I have that song, the video that plays at the bar. Um, and the reason why I say that all the time is because that playlist is like twelve fucking hours long. So there's a lot of videos right. on that. Do you need a a, a refill? Uh, I do need a refill. Okay. I'm going to, but don't go yet because I want to play this. Okay. All right. It was on their super hits album. Yes. All right. Let's check it out. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've heard this song since we did that. Wow. And honestly, you had to have brought that up to me because I had never heard that version of that song before. Yeah, we, uh, so we covered it in the. Oh, did you do acapella. it in Shy of a Dozen? And like a friend, one of the guys found this version. Wow. And then we took that version. And I remember, let's just be honest, the guy sings really high. Yeah. So we like, we had to lower the. And like we use one of those apps that like lowers the tone, which when you do that, it sounds really weird when this guy's voice is like normal. <laughs> but yeah, he lowered it down so we could all sing the parts. And so I learned all these, like all the parts. Mm-hmm. 
because I had to. And it was like, this is a really good version. Yeah. Like, I'm glad you found this version because, hey, it's, it's kind of fun. It's more singable. It's just, yeah, very different. It's not as loud. Not the other one's loud, but. We did, we did Green Day songs. We did, oh my God. We did some Backstreet Boys. There was a Britney Spears song. A Britney Spears. We did You Drive Me Crazy that nobody should ever watch that uh, video. By an uh, by a outhouse. <laughs> my children will never see that. <laughs> uh, oh, so um, Eagles. That's uh, the oh, yeah, infamous the one with the head wound. Yeah. Changed the whole trajectory so of that. We, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, uh, we had a decent group of us in college we lived a lot of us lived in the same house and uh we filmed a video for the eagles hotel california which i barely knew the words to that song but of everyone like i knew the words the most to be able to like lip sync it Mm -hmm. so and and that just that's just kind of always been my thing I guess that I can, I I'm decent at that to memorize, you know, when to say things and, and the inflection and all of that, how to do it. And, um, and so we decided we were going to do that one, but I do remember in editing that video that some of the parts where the clips were put in was because you could tell that I didn't know the words. <laughs> if you were to, if there was a way to actually see the full thing without that, but back <laughs> then, because that was like one of the first times with the it might have been even the digital camera. So we would record the video of us singing it and just like messing around. And then we'd rewind the tape, find the spot that we want to put in a clip. Then we would know, okay, we have like five seconds here that we can record. And then (laughs) that was it. So if you screwed it up, like you screwed up the whole thing. (laughs) But yeah, we went, we were at the, what they call it? The great hall. Yeah. Yeah, at, that. at the MU. Yeah, we were so there. we had like the whole fucking room to ourselves. <laughs> we looked like idiots. I was wearing like a like a tight black shirt that says "I lie to girls" yes. on it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there was like five of us in there. Yeah, and then didn't the same night we also did the Backstreet Boys one. Yes, show me the meaning and of was, being lonely. It's just funny how some. Some people are in the video and they just don't really do anything. <laughs> They're just around. Just standing there. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so eventually we went back to the house that Mike and I lived in. And uh, <laughs> we planned this, like, pratfall or something that we were going to, like, run into each other and both of us, like, fall backwards and it was between the front door of the house and the door to the basement. Yep. And unfortunately, the solid oak door <laughs> to the basement was open and Mike falls back and cracks his head open on the door. <laughs> and in the video, because whoever was recording didn't stop it. I don't know who was recording, but they they pan down and show you like roll over and grab your head. <laughs> And, uh, I'm told I didn't want to listen, but the sound was a very large thwack. <laughs> Pretty sure it's in the video. <laughs> um, uh, but and then uh, I, Emma Etner says, "Davis hit his head." <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, um, there was a group of people that was playing NFL Blitz <laughs> on the Dreamcast. <laughs> Sega Dreamcast, and your head like wouldn't stop bleeding like a half an hour. <laughs> like, like guys, I should probably go to the hospital. And everyone's like, "Wait till we're done with our game." <laughs> <laughs> and you got like fucking three or four staples in your head. Yeah, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Can you still feel something where uh, that was? There's like a scar. If you were to shave my hair even closer, you'd. You'd see it. Can you feel anything in your think skull I though? Feel anything now? Yeah. But um, yeah. But uh, I was listening to that song the other day, and it has a really it a has, sensory memory. It, it has a really long guitar solo outro. Yeah. And then I was re- recalling that video, and <laughs> and then I was thinking like, in hindsight, mm-hmm. the head wound was a blessing because it filled a lot of gaps. Right. <laughs> for that guitar solo, because the last bit is me just going to the ER. <laughs> And coming out. (laughs) It's like, what do we film? Let's just go with him to the hospital. (laughs) Well, you guys don't know this, but we just took a break to get a a new drink. Yep. And I'm very excited about it. Where is mine? Oh, right there. Oh, you're This is a twisty? No, it's not, oddly enough. Oh, here. There's the thing. Trade desire. Oh, thank you. You already did yours. Oh, yes, I was able to. You know, it's common courtesy to do it on microphone, so that way people know exactly what's happening at all times. Oh. I'm kidding. Nobody cares. Well, I'm... Nobody's listening to this anymore. (laughs) We're not live? (laughs) This is basically just for us (laughs) and any of our close friends that are just, like, moderately curious what the fuck we're doing tonight. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Cheers again. Got another one. Uh, Clanky. That one sounded better than the first one. Fucking Corona and its poser glass. They spend all their money on the beer. Honestly. And the less on the glass. And they can't even like do you a solid and toss the lime in with it. Yeah, pre-limed. What's going on with that? We have known each other since like 96, 97. Something like that. When would it have been? I don't know. Yeah. Trying to think. (laughs) I feel like all the times... I'm I'm usually less coherent, and then <laughs> and the, and the, and the, I can think of some stories in the moment. I was like, Ew, "Gosh, yep." Um, but those are the good times. <laughs> I'm like, "Well, where where would I have been that I would, mm-hmm. I was behaving more responsibly?" Um, I remember like with Brett drinking the absolute oh, vodka, good God. and how I remember that I, <coughs> I said I had to throw up. Or whatever, yeah. and I got out of the car and like went face first into the ditch, <laughs> and like, and I only I only remember that just because the, I woke up in the morning and there was like dirt in my hair, <laughs> and like I had to, I called and you're like yeah you found the ditch. <laughs> so my uh, for context, my family had a Winnebago van. Mm, yeah. And this was the one with like the leather seats, the full, interior, and the, whatever. And, and it had the like of... track mood lighting mm-hmm. up above. And so it was me, you, Brett, Adam, uh, right? uh, who we went to school with. Yeah. What, was Adam there? Was Adam Cox there? Yes, he was there that night. That's right. I think he was. Yeah. Because this would have been after Greece. Yes. When we had a performance of Greece. And we went out to Hickey and, Grove. And then there were two girls in the van oh yeah they were brett were they brett's friends one of them maybe but one of them 
or both of them were from Colo. Oh wait, no, they were. They were weren't Van- they? Were they Vanessa's friends? Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's why they were there. <laughs> but Vanessa wasn't there. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> Uh, but at some point and of course because it was me there was a video camera around yeah and uh we had a full bottle of absolute uh, vodka and i don't even know that they had flavors then it was just absolute (laughs) because we're old and i somewhere on this video um somebody says he's standing outside the sliding door and he says something about how he's going to drink this whole bottle of vodka tonight because I don't know, he was moody about something. (laughs) And, uh, and I think you said something like, yeah, you're going to drink that whole bottle and we're going to have a party or some shit like that. And he looks at it and looks at the camera and says, no, I drink this bottle and I'm dead. (laughs) And so then after he says that, he makes a living will on tape. <laughs> and, and on this tape, he goes on to say that he's leaving such and such to you and leaving like his, I don't know, his music or something like that to me. Mm-hmm. And then he says, and to my mom, not a damn thing. because She didn't do shit for me. <laughs> and the uh. kicker to this story is that we found out later that his mom found that tape. <laughs> <laughs> and, and surprise, surprise, she was none <laughs> the pleased. Uh, I remember, yeah, I, I called that tape Lemon Slut because, <laughs> because he said, I'm going to, where's my Lemon Slut? He says at one point. And, and then, then you were in the back and you just yelled, Lemon Slut! Because <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> Was lemon slut, which I thought oh, was a good name for it somebody. It's a great name for a band. Yeah. <laughs> now that we think about it. <laughs> so yes, I mean Brett drank far more of that than I did, but I had more, yeah more than I needed uh, <laughs> in my novice life existence at that point. All right, you've so I I'm going to challenge you to do better than that one because I remember that one. Yeah. So I need you to think of something Mm. that you think that I may not remember because honestly, I don't think my memory is that great. Yeah. I've had a lot of friends from high school or like ones that weren't even really that close to me that brought something up to me that I don't remember like at all. I mean, there's people from our high school that we've run into that I don't remember at all. And they know who I am. And then there's also some people that I do remember from high school that now I see them now. And I'm like, what happened to you? (laughs) (laughs) Do you play that game? Do you look on Facebook? Like you think of a person and you're like, is that person on Facebook? Occasion, Or I see a person and I think maybe it's them and I try to find them. It's like, oh yeah, that was them. You know, there's one person that I've looked for, not like extensively. Cause I don't, it, it like, it doesn't make a difference to me whatsoever. But when I was a freshman, a senior asked me to a dance and her name was Stacy and I know her last name, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, but I don't know what happened to her. And if she has a new last name now, you know, I, I, there's no way for me to know unless like her maiden name is 
on like on Facebook, but I've looked for her based on that name and I couldn't find her. Mm. So she's just like poof, gone. Right. Like mm. she's kind of interesting, you know? Yeah. Uh, do you remember going to the Ritz bar in Okaboji? I do remember that, but not a lot of uh. it. The, I think what happens with me is that I remember the stuff that we filmed mm. <laughs> and then beyond like that almost serves as my memory. So I have a very distinct memory, probably because it's on video of that. There was like a cover band playing when we were there. Mm -hmm. And I remember us like rocking out to them doing green day. Oh yeah. yeah. But I think that's because it's on the video. So what else do you remember from that? Right? I, I remember that. We go and only at that point only you and I have girlfriends. Oh yeah. Okay. And James and Ian are single. Right. <laughs> yes. And we go to the bar and we sit at a table and these two girls join us. What? And they they spend the whole night talking to you and I. <laughs> <laughs> and like one of them like even like gives us like she gave us her number and where they were staying. And like we are leaving and James is like, I just can't believe it. I don't remember <laughs> He was that. so like perturbed that like, I was like, well, I don't know. You should have tried harder. I don't right. know. <laughs> I was like, I really wasn't trying. Um, no, I do not remember that. I just can't not talk. I do remember that same trip. Then another night we went to another bar, but this was after we were like out on a boat all day. And I was like sunburnt to shit. And like, I looked terrible. Like I looked bright red and I wasn't the slimmest version of me <laughs> at this point. So I did not look good. <laughs> I looked like a fried fucking beached whale. It was weird. <laughs> I think that was the same trip. Probably. So clearly I was looking better the night before when we were at the Ritz because when we were at the Ritz, we got a fishbowl fish drink and then we went fishing the next day and put, and put fish in the fishbowl. They did not survive. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out fish, fish in a lake need a lake. <laughs> I Okay. There's a slim chance that the fish survived <laughs> because when we... Put the, when we noticed that the fish was not really moving anymore, we did put it back in the lake. And at least for the time that we watched it, it wasn't moving. But then who knows? Maybe maybe, maybe he got a second wind. Delightful snack for some other <laughs> yeah, up and coming. It's the circle of life. We helped. It moves us all. Yeah. I think we all know that the Lion King said it best. Um Oh, yeah, I'm combing through the annals. It's like, oh, what? I remember that. Yeah. I remember coming back to the camper one of those nights. Maybe it was that night, but like, I, yeah. remember, I remember in the video, like, I, I say to Ian that I, it's like, you look like someone we brought home from the bar that we thought was a girl. <laughs> 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 Which I think now would be there even more. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. And James, that. his mom had those tap lights, and they would none of them would work. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Trying to remember the parties that I was at that maybe you were at. 
Because I'm always like, was I there with like Soren? I don't know, but there, but there was a there was a party. Like, I don't know if it was one of the first parties or what, but I ended up. I thought you were with me, but I don't know. We ended up at that house that was like next to the come and go on like past campus over by like the West High V. So there was a gas station there on the corner, like kind of where family video used to be, but across the street. Oh yeah. yeah. And then there was a house next to it. They have a fence there and I was in that house and I had had way too much. And whoever I was with, I, I, I don't know. I got on the drunk bus, the midnight shuttle to go back to, I think I was staying like in the dorms mm. at this point. Cause I don't, I don't know if you remember this, but before we lived in the house on state, I had like almost like a full semester that I lived in the dorms with somebody that I knew because their roommate like never showed. So they just had a two bedroom room and I was working at the radio station in Des Moines for a while. So I just stayed there because mm-hmm. I just got out of high school. Like I don't want to fucking stay at home because mm-hmm. this would have been before you had graduated yep. then. Yep. So, so I was there and I had way too much. And this was, this was like a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm on this bus, this midnight shuttle drunk bus. And I look up and I see the the poles that you hold on to, you know, so you don't fall down when you're driving. And of course, I see these and I say, you know, I bet I could do a flip on these. <laughs> so, I, so I put my arms up and I go up and I put my feet back to do like a backflip. Which, to be completely honest, if I was sober, I would have been able to do it. But I lost it, and I landed flat on my back. Like, when we arrived at my stop. (laughs) And I got up, and you know that feeling when you land on your back? Mm -hmm. You can't breathe. Like, it knocks the wind out of you. And you cannot start breathing again. <laughs> so I walked off the bus, not being able to breathe and like fall over into the grass, <laughs> trying to breathe. And I couldn't, I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Eventually I, I took a breath because we're <laughs> still here today. But uh, yeah, that was, that was something. Yeah. And there was one time I stayed with you at that dorm, but I don't know if it was that night. I'm not sure. I remember it, I slept on a couch there. But. Yeah, it might have been. And th- there was nights that we would just like go from room. There were so many diff- different parties mm-hmm. in different rooms of the dorm. So like, and this would have been like right at the time that the Chronic 2001 came out. So like more than half of the rooms were playing that <laughs> album by Dr. Dre. Oh, like it was everywhere. Yeah. I remember people playing, still playing like Pony, Genuine mm. yeah, yeah. in their rooms and like black yeah. lights everywhere. It was, yeah. oh, it was something. Do you remember being at this frat house party? And I was, I was, I wasn't graduated yet, but it was over on like all the sorority frat house area. Were we with Diber? 
Yeah, I think so. Oh my gosh. I think I do. We were like in the basement. Yeah. And they were like, we were playing cards or something. There was some game we were playing at a table. What? Okay. Give me some context here because I don't, I remember being there, but I don't remember anything about it. I remember it's like sitting, like it, it kind of wandered around a lot of places, but then like we ended up like getting involved in some sort of like drinking game wow. with all these sorority brothers. Yeah. Frat brothers, not sorority brothers. Um, yeah. And sitting at this table in this room. Okay. And I think they, at some point they all figured out that I was like 18 years old or something. <laughs> <laughs> or 17 at that time. Like, what the hell? How did he get in here? Mm-hmm. Um, I had an Iowa State shirt and I felt like I was pretty legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it was like a, one of those weird things. I kind of remember where it was at, but I don't remember. I don't know. Did Diver get us in there? Yeah, I think he knew. It must have been. Well, knew he knew, somebody, he knew yeah. everybody. So, like, I remember, yeah, we walked up. <coughs> there was like a dance going on in the garage area. Yeah. And, and it came into the house. Mm-hmm. Eventually found our way in there. And uh, yeah. How, how was that for you learning about what happened to Diber? It was really weird. Cause I lived with him for three months, like three hot months of my right? life. Yeah. Um, and he was, so, yeah. so for anybody that doesn't know, uh, this person diver that we're talking about, um, I met him in like late 2000, early 2001. And we just like hit it off. Like we got along great. And then at some point I'm sure I introduced you to him mm-hmm. or he was around or something. Yep. And, and he was just like the life of all the parties. And he he just never, he never moved away from Ames. He just kind of stuck around and got jobs around here. And uh, and he was a great guy at time. Like to be perfectly honest, at times he could be a bit much. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, but I got to a point where I could, I could tell him as such. And then when we opened the bar in Ames, he became kind of a regular at the bar. And so I got to see him some more. Hmm. And uh yeah, and the the he ended up he was living with somebody that was a friend, and the, they had too many drinks one night. And actually they were at the bar earlier that night at our bar. Hmm. And then they went back and had a I don't know, some sort of big argument and his friend just stabbed him and he he didn't make it out mm-hmm. and he he died and it was a it was a big loss and I I didn't really know what to th- that was a weird one yeah for me and it's not to make it all about me but that's the only thing that I know you know is me mm-hmm. so uh it was just strange I was up in Minnesota when I found out and but yeah, I almost immediately thought of you as well because you you did live with him for a while, mm-hmm. and that was that was weird, man. That yeah. was it was such a strange it's such a strange thought to not have him be around and now to like live in that world where he was just removed from it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's I wish I I would have tried like harder to. I don't know how to say it to like be a little bit closer to him or, uh, you know, be, be more, be more open to his, Mm -hmm. 
the the way that he would like embrace me, even though he was like uh, most of the times that I saw him, he he would have been drinking and not that he was like an alcoholic or anything, but I work at a bar. So that's it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I just I just remember feeling a lot of regret. Yeah, that I didn't take more opportunities to talk to him and and let him know, you know, that he actually did mean something to me. So what what was that like for you when you found out? How did you find out? Yeah, I saw like a newspaper thing like in on our article online from like the Ames Tribune saying like this person enlisted his name and I was like no way that's that's I um, yeah like I know that person fairly well actually well enough that he was my roommate for three months yeah literally lived with him um and it was like weird but yeah I think I I felt the same thing like boy I like I feel like I wish I would have said more to him strange, in the moments dude. that I had because yeah, like you said, like he was, he was really fun. Like, and there were, he was, yeah. you know, like, but there were times, like, I had to learn that I had to close, I had to lock my door, and my when I went to bed, right? Because he would just like come in there at like three in the morning, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which in hindsight is kind of funny. Yeah, but when you're living it, you're like, yes. fuck. Yeah, and you're sleeping, and he like will like lay down in your bed, stark naked, and <laughs> and like kiss you, and you're like, whoa, whoa, buddy, uh, uh. <laughs> You know, and so it was just like I had to learn, like okay, but then like I, he would take me out to the club with him and his friends. Like I'm the only white guy <laughs> with all the, like it would never, yeah, it would never fail. Like I would live not even in Ames, and I would come back and visit and have one night in Ames going to the bars, and we would run into him, like on Halloween and stuff. Mm-hmm. We, I just always run into him, and yeah. then he got to like he got to know. My, you know, my mom through time out and my brother. And I mean, he was there so much. He would call my mom, mom, like, you know, just, you know, obviously joking, but that's, you know, it, it was what he called her. And, uh, I don't know. It's just weird, dude. It is. That's I, I don't know. Okay. So, uh, did you, did you cross the threshold yet? Are you 41 yet? No. Are you still 40? I'm still 40. What's D day? November 4. November. Okay, that's right. So, but we were both both born in eighty two. Yeah. Um, the year of the rat. Fourth. Thank God. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. What if What if we end up like when when we die, and if there's like a being there or something mm-hmm. like that, and you have all these questions, and you're like, so all that like Chinese zodiac that was all real the whole time. Yeah, I, I put it there. <laughs> Maybe you guys should have paid attention a little bit more. (laughs) I literally spelled everything out on that placemat for you, motherfuckers. (laughs) And you just spilled your fucking noodles all over it. Actually, I think we're technically the year of the dog. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's call it 40. Yeah. Okay. How do you think we're doing? Have we, are we fortunate? Like, have we lost more more or less people in our life than what's normal oh yeah i think um i think i have started to realize it's more normal but yeah. i was just i was largely unaware of it until it happens right like my mom passed what was it seven years ago oh my god yeah it was like are tw- you serious yeah, it was like 20 i don't know i feel bad i should seven fucking years but ago dude i think it was 2014 maybe 
Oh my gosh. But I did not think it was that long ago. It's like when that happened, then all of a sudden, like I start hearing stories from other people. Like, oh, I lost my mom when I was also whatever. Yeah. Or my dad when I was like, and I realized like this happens a lot more than I was ever aware. Yeah. And it's just like, I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then when you like, yeah, you lose a classmate or a friend or whatever, you realize, or like, you know, like, it's like, oh, it's actually really common. I just, yeah. I've been lucky. Yeah. So it's like, starts to realize that, like, yep. I've had such a small amount of loss in my life that it's, it's almost like when I think about it, it's like, I know it's coming. It's like, you know, it's just like impending. Mm-hmm. And, but all of the older men in my life were like already gone. Like my grandfather was gone. Now my stepdad's dad, he passed in 2000, but you know, I was not like, I liked him, but we weren't really like close, close. Mm-hmm. Like I never really had an opportunity to be that close to him. So I, I don't feel like that counts per se. So I don't know, man, it's weird. So then like when my buddy Joe passed a couple years ago or almost a couple years ago, uh, I, I don't even know how long it's been now. I just, I, I don't pay attention to that stuff because I don't like to think about it. Uh, but that was like, that was just so weird. And so like difficult, you know, and I found myself like talking to his parents, like to try to get through it. And it was like, that was the last thing that they really needed was like to like help guide someone else's grief, you know, Mm -hmm. through this. But I didn't, I didn't like, I had nobody to really like fall on for that. And, and they had kind of like taken me in as like a part of the family. And so that that really helped mm-hmm. during that time. And we're still close, but you know, like when he was basically dying, you know, I was there like almost every day for uh, nearly a couple months. And I had just, I had never experienced anything like that, like to with such severity and, and it was just so impactful. And I remember the main thing that I felt was anger. Like, especially like right when it happened. And I mean, a friend is different than a mom, of course. But how did you feel like at that time? Like, were you quick to, did you feel like you were quick to accept it? Or were you just like, did you end up getting like super angry and or not know what to do with your emotions? Because I, 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 to be honest with you, I don't even know that I really worked through anything. Mm. I just like, I feel like I avoided it and it just ended up working out. And you know, mm-hmm. if I, if I still, if I have like an in-depth conversation about it and like start going down like rabbit holes of things that happened. I can, I think it's normal to get emotional about it because it's not like any sort of grieving will like Mm -hmm. remove you that far from it. But 
Yeah, I don't know. You, you, you see movies, you read books, you hear people say, this is the best thing you can do, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I did none of that. I just like ignored it as much mm-hmm. as possible and just tried not to think about it unless it was something that like a group of friends were doing or that his family was doing and and we, you know, wanted to make sure that we were there for it. So I don't know. What was that like for you? Yeah, like in the moment, like I was in the room when she passed. You were. Yeah, like my sister and I, because we had to decide to pull the plug and just ha- so we're there. Well, that's not fucking heavy at all, is it? No, are you like... And you're at the, you're just clinging to the the hope, like maybe, just maybe, this isn't real. Like the unplug it'll it, be okay. Unplug it, and she'll keep plucking along, right? And she'll come out of it. But didn't happen. And so you're like, so I don't think I accepted. You know, like I walk back in the room where yeah. all the other families waiting, and everyone's crying at that point, and kind of hang around for a bit. But I don't think I like really like broke down or just more like Were you like an autopilot yeah i was like what's going on what happened was that real like and then i went home and it was like an hour drive <laughs> like driving home and, and i get home and then when i finally get home like i remember like my oldest daughter bella rose comes in and like we just hold each other and we just i just cried mm-hmm. like that's the point when i like couldn't hold on anymore yeah and I just cried for a long time because, like, I knew she knew. Like, she knew what, what happened. Most of the other kids didn't really understand, but. Do you think she remembers that? Yeah, she, for the longest time, she had a really hard time. She was pretty close to your yeah. mom then. Yeah, like. Gotcha. She didn't like it. Didn't understand it. She was always, would always miss her. Yeah. Like, that's something not that the other kids don't. But, like, my young, like, Pippi, who's seven, was, was maybe, like, a baby. So she doesn't know her. Yeah. And Gus doesn't know her. Like, so it's like some of the kids don't know, but she had a hard time. And it was like, so yeah, it's one of those weird, like, but then like slowly I would get, I would get more able to talk about it. Yeah. I'd get more able to like do a thing. Like I remember when we had the funeral and like, so she was cremated and like they brought her to, to Ogden area. And so like, do you want to, do you want to see her? <laughs> Yeah. I was like, no, no way. Like, not again. Yeah. Not after, like I already did. Not in the hospital. After the hospital, like, no <clears> thanks. <throat> and then now she's going to look like a ghost. Like, it's going to be, like, pale and yeah. terrifying. Like, that's not what I want to see last. Yeah. So I decided, like, no, I won't. And it's like, so, like, that's the last memory, memory is her in that hospital bed. But now you... So was it just you and your sister? Yeah, like they decided. Like it, my dad decided not. To, he didn't want to be. He didn't want to be. And there. my and her, my my grandma's still alive. So her mom, she didn't want to go in there either. Yeah. So it was just us two. <sighs> and I think we just kind of looked at each other and like hugged each other. But I don't think either one of us cried at that moment. Did like? Did you feel anything? Like at the end, did she like, did, did, was there like a sense of her leaving the room? Like, what was that like? Yeah. You could feel like, you know, there was like a weird, like she, she moved a little. Yeah. Like as basically her lungs were, she couldn't breathe anymore on her own. So then she stopped breathing and therefore like functions stopped. Yeah. So then, yeah. But then like she just got real peaceful all of a sudden. Hmm. 
It was like the body was fighting and all of a sudden peaceful. Yeah. And then and like you like, okay, yeah, she's gone. Yeah. It's like and that's it. Do you think your dad regrets not being in there? Or has he talked about it? He hasn't talked about it. I mean that's something like like I was like actually at the retreat I went to was like one of the things was talking about like I I need to like step into reaching out and yeah. just like try to mend some of that uh, to just chat that's, with that's just complicated though because your relationship with your dad right now is not no no so I was like I just gotta extend and try and like let's start simple like go have coffee and like yeah but I want him to know like. Here is why like I was upset. Yeah. But I also want to know like I want him to know that like I probably judged you without yeah. knowing the full picture. Yeah. Like there's probably things reasons why you are the way you are or <laughs> like the things you do the like because of things mm-hmm. that I don't know about. Well yeah, but and you don't want to just like like do you want to be this way with me like forever, dad? Like until the end, like, is this what you want? Right. Like, so, and it's weird that, that the child has to be the one to be like, Hey, how about we fix this? You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. That's, that's hard. Yeah. Because how long has that been going on? The rift with your dad i mean it's it was it's, it's been a challenging relationship since my mom passed but it seems like we always had like a fairly okay surface level relationship yeah yeah he would never get very deep which was kind of normal for him um but yeah just like stuff with like you know get he started drinking again and then he would call and leave like abusive voicemails yeah and like saying things on facebook about me and my wife yeah it's not not courteous <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so it's like, mm, this isn't helping your situation yeah. of like wanting to hang out with me and my kids who are your grandkids. Like that's it's almost like, like doubling down out of anger. Right. And that's weird. And I think, I don't know if it's like a bad storm of him and my sister, like bouncing off each other. Like, yeah, I'm mad at him for this. Well, I'm mad at him for this. Like, let's call and let's leave hate mail. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up, dude. So it's like, Okay, well, but I had good, good outcome of, you know, like different prayer that I got about like about that. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I feel better. Like, I'm not terrified of the concept of doing this. Yeah, like I'm, like let's just because like the 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 priest or the pastor giving the he had just a lot of good points about like God put on him that he needed to apologize and he was really confused. He's like, why should I apologize? Mm-hmm. This guy's a jerk. And the guy's story was like so much like mine. Like he said that he had his 40th birthday and then his dad like called him and left a, a message Yeah. after they had like fixed their relationship. It had been poor and his dad was an alcoholic. I'm like, oh, this is all ringing bells here, mm. guy. Uh, but uh, so I was just thinking of that. Like, like my dad didn't call me on my birthday. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm not expecting it really. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, but I was like thinking like, It'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, no shit. If we could fix that. Uh, so then I was like, maybe I should. Um, but then the thing is like, he's probably right. There's things about my dad's life that I have no idea about. Oh, yeah. Because like, sure. I'm like, I'm 40 and he was 40 once and he had a kid like me. 
Mm-hmm. And like you get busy and they're annoying sometimes. <laughs> but life still happens to you and you get stressed yeah. and whatever. It's like, what are all the stuff that happened to you? Like, mm-hmm. did like this thing, did something happen to, like, was your dad like kind of a dick? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know him. Was he a dick? Like, mm-hmm. was, uh, did you like experience this? Yeah. And it was hard for you? Like, I don't know that. Do you think you could have that conversation with him? I think if I tried. If he, if he was receptive, yeah. you'd. I think he would answer the question I gave. So I think it's like, I mean, the wor- I feel like the worst thing is I, I try and he doesn't want to. <laughs> I was like, which I would be no that different sucks. than right yeah. now. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, this is like the only way we're going to get a relationship back to where he comes over and hangs out with my kids is he has to. How motivated are you to make that happen with him? I mean, more more motivated now after actually going through that like retreat stuff. Yeah. It was like before I was like I was okay with it being the status quo because like like I'm like I have my family and I can do that. But yeah. then like I get well I'll get like like an urge to be like, you know, his time on this earth is limited. Like, you mm-hmm. know, how would you feel if he passed tomorrow? Right. And what was the last thing you said to each other? Yeah. And I was like, mm, good call. I was like, yeah, I should maybe like make an effort because like I have the time. Hmm. I have, you know, he's not my father, but I have a pretty complicated relationship with my stepdad. I don't know if I have the drive, the motivation, the need to find out why he did the things that he did. I don't know. Maybe, and I don't think that I would, I don't think that I would be like regretful later if I didn't. But I like, I, I get it for you. But when I hear you say that, I'm like, what do I think about my situation with the only father figure, you know, I've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't think I'm gonna have this conversation. Uh, um, you know, I think that he's tried to like uh, do some things to repair, but there's been no conversation. Like nothing will ever be brought up, and um. I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but years ago, I met with his mom. So essentially like my grandmother. Yeah. Uh, and and it was me and Becky and I forget who else was there. Um, but I don't I don't even know that Kara was even born yet. But we went out and we had dinner and. Um, it was actually at, I think we, we might've went to pizza hut, <laughs> and, which is funny because we were at the bar earlier and Mike played crazy taxi and had to drive to a pizza hut. So, <laughs> so I think we were there and it was just like a meeting place and it worked out and I don't know why, but I just ended up like saying just kind of in jest, all of the things, uh, sort of not everything like in detail, but basically the things that he did to me as a child. And 
she had no idea. And so like by me doing that, I like opened up this whole thing that happened without my knowledge because then she left there and she called her kids, not him, the other two, the daughters. And then eventually news got back to him that everyone found out what he was like to me as a stepdad and everything that happened and that I dealt with. And because part of that conversation, I think she was talking to me and Becky about like having a kid. And she was like, so what do you, what do you think you'll be like as parents? And I think what happened is I was like, well, let me tell you what I'm not going to be like as a parent. <laughs> I started saying all the shit that he did to me. And, and I, I, I don't know. It just, it, the, it was the timing or whatever. And I just, I let it all out. And, um, and so then I heard that everything got back to him. And even after that, it, nothing was said to me. Nobody ever said anything to me mm -hmm. about it. And you know, what's fucked up for a little bit. I felt bad for him. <laughs> and it, it like, it took me a couple years to like realize I shouldn't fucking feel like it happened to me. Like, why would I feel bad about this shit? It's fucking weird, man. And it's weird to like anything that you go through, mm -hmm. you know, and even if it's later in life, like with you dealing with your your dad right now and the mm -hmm. things that he's doing, when you step back and you look at it as an observer and not somebody that's going through it, when you, you know, step back from the situation and think about it, you know, just everything that's happening, it's some fucked up stuff, right? Like, but yeah, it's not, it's so weird, even your, your position, because it's not your fault. Like you didn't do anything. Like all of these things are happening in his head. So it's like, really, a normal person would be like, fucking stop it. <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Why do you have to, what is causing this? Why do you need to be like this? I don't, like, I just don't understand. But fortunately, at least with my stepdad, you know, he doesn't do those things anymore. And he's just like mellowed mm -hmm. with age. And it's not like he's going anywhere in my life, but he's still married to my mom. So I'm still going to see him. But it's like, if something happened to my mom, like what happened to you, would I, that's what I'm sitting here thinking. Would I try to like, hey, break down what happened to you? Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care what happened to you. <laughs> I know what happened to me. So I, you know, it's not going to make anything better. Like, mm -hmm. do I need to understand? Like, I know that something happened. Right. Either that or he's just, you know, grade A a-hole. I, I don't know. That's hard. Yeah. It's well, it's after, like, it took a lot of understanding after my mom passed to, like, understand all the things she did. And then I started to realize, like. Like, elaborate that she did for what? Like, this, like tension with my sister and my dad like i'm like, oh like keeping everybody together yeah i was like i don't like part of me is like where did this come from and yeah. whatever and i actually had like some counseling and, and different stuff and it was more like it was always there yeah she protected you from it hmm. and i was like you don't have it now like because my sister and my dad are like a lot alike and they're and they're very bullheaded 
Mm-hmm. And I'm more like my mom. I'm sensitive and quiet, and yeah. And so, like, that would that stuff could get to me. So it was like, oh, okay, yeah. So now I have to now I have to figure this. And so part of me is like, thanks, mom. And the other part of me is like, why'd you do this to me, mom? Because like yeah. now I have no skills for coping <laughs> against mm-hmm. these people. Like they can rail me into the ground if it's just us three. Like. Because they'll just attack me, and I'm like, "Oh, stop! I love you." Okay, I agree. So yeah. it's like, how do I balance that? Um, and it's not like my mom was like she's small and and meek, kind of whatever. But somehow she was able to balance that. Yeah. And but like, she had power in the relationship. She did. Like she and she had a presence in right. the house. Yeah, it's not yeah. like my dad was a bully or abusive, but you know, he he's just louder and than she is. Yeah. Always, I remember like hearing them have arguments. Where it was always like, rah, 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 rah. Me, 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 me. <laughs> you never, I never that heard. Checks out. I never heard the other side of the argument. Right. <laughs> so I always thought, like, well, he's got a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the dynamic in my house wasn't very different from that, and a lot of times my mom wouldn't speak up until things went so far, and then she would yell like, "Quit it." And whatever. And I was like, dude, I was in like fucking eighth grade. (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah, fucking what are you doing? (laughs) Why would you do these things? I don't don't understand. Uh, I, dude, fucking families are, I don't know. Yes. But hopefully we are doing right by our kids. I I mean, how much of that stuff they, I, I. I don't know how much of that stuff influences how we do things or if we would have no matter what been the way that we are as fathers. Yeah. I think it's a challenge because it's like, I will like, you know, like y'all, I want to be intentional to not be like that. Right. But then like, I find that there's some things that I can't avoid doing. Right. Yeah. Like the, the random time I lose my stuff. That's when yeah. I sound like my dad. And right. Then, and then I stop and I go, whoa. Yeah. Dial it back, Davis. <laughs> so it's really okay. And that's usually when like, you know, Elizabeth will jump in like, <laughs> like, okay, John Jr. Like calm down. Mm. I'm like. Oh. It's going to be like that, huh? It's like, oh, it's a low blow. Yeah. All right. But you're probably right. Like, <laughs> so, so it's like, ah, but it's like, I guess that's the whole nature nurture thing. It's, it's try as I might. I was still raised in that house. So I have some. Were you? Yeah mannerisms and all that were you worried that you were going to end up like him i think i was worried i think most worried when my son was born yeah because i had a daughter first so i was like what am i going to be like sensitive with this boy yeah and cuddly or am i going to be like standoffish and like- right and you don't because you almost think of like immediately you think of having a son and you can think of what the dynamic was for your clearest memories of you being a son to your father and the tension mm-hmm. that would have been there. But that's not how it really is when it happens because you have this baby and then, you know, you have a toddler and they're just sweet and mm-hmm. you can, and you do have some control over how they turn out as a human, you know, mm-hmm. like, like you have influence 
over this person. And the the most fucked up thing that I that I think I ever thought was that I was legit for a while worried that I would be like my stepdad. Which doesn't make any fucking sense because we have no like I hated everything that he did back then. And I like I resented it and I swore that I would never be like that. But as soon as we found out that we were having children, I was like, well, just the one at first. Mm -hmm. But but as soon as I found out, I was worried. Like, but then I'm like, I have none of this person's genetics like at all. Like none of that is in me. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense. Right. And I like I and especially once, you know, spending time with your kid, you realize like that's the only thing that matters to you. So it just seems so silly to have those thoughts that I, mm-hmm. that I had. And, but like, it was a legit concern of mine. And in hindsight, I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? Right. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like I've, I've tried to have the good things. Yeah. It's like, I, it's like my dad was like horrible. Like, I mean, like I remember like fond things of my childhood, mm-hmm. but like I know that he's he was hurt himself by his own father. Like, uh, yeah. So he has some like father wounds there that is difficult for him. And so yeah, I think like ex- ex- showing his emotion was difficult. Yeah. Right. Like I like he really wouldn't tell me he loved me unless he had been drinking. Then <laughs> mm. didn't really make it that um, you know, true. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like well, my mom would say it like every five seconds. So. Yeah. That was a thing that never happened in my family until, and I don't know if she went through something, but one year, I want to say late high school or just out of high school, my grandma started doing it. Hmm. So this would have been my mom's mom. Yeah. And then for a while there, my mom would say it and I would say it back because I, you know, like, you know, I meant it. Uh, Kent never said it. He's, he's never said anything like that. I don't know if he said it to the other kids, but he certainly never said it to me. Um, I think he's more of like an acts of service type person occasionally. Like, you know, when we bought this house and we did some changes, he was willing to help out. Mm-hmm. And because it was, you know, I was new at life, <laughs> so I didn't know how to do shit. <laughs> like, like, how do you put in a shower? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know any of these things. So, so yeah, like I, and I think that that was his way of like trying to make up for something. I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, nothing like, like there was no talk of that. And now I see my mom like every fucking day. So it's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say it like you already know. <laughs> like I showed up, you know, that I care. So there's that. Yeah. Um. But I don't know how this worked out and I don't know how you feel you are like your mom, but I don't think I'm anything like any of my parents. And by any, I mean both (laughs) either. (laughs) I guess technically I do have a father out there. Yes. So I, I could be like him, but I don't, I don't know that dude. Right. So I don't know. Um, I, Becky's mom 
wanted me to sign up for Ancestry.com. Yep. So I did it. Oh, yeah. She has all the login stuff, but I get emails. <laughs> okay. That I get, like, all these fucking emails, like, second or third cousin, yep. second cousin. Rarely do I get, like, a first cousin or something like that. But apparently, she told me that somebody showed up on it that is, like, a grandfather on my biological father's side. And so she said, you like, if you say the word, I, it would take very little work for me. I'm, I'm almost certain she looked it up already. So she probably knows, Hmm. but I still have no idea who this person is. And I give no fucks (laughs) to find out. I just don't care. It doesn't like, it doesn't bother me. Like, Am I curious? No. <laughs> Do I care? No. I, I just don't care at all. But when I think about how I am as a parent, I'm nothing like my stepdad, clearly. And I don't feel like I'm anything like my mom hmm. either. Because she's always been, for better or for worse, a workaholic. And I will always put my kids before Uh, you know, pretty much anything that I have to do, unless it's like dire, you know, like if I, if I absolutely need to do something, that doesn't mean that I won't show up for a shift or anything like that. But if there's something going on with them, I'll figure out another way to get the work done and focus on them. Hmm. And nobody else in my family is like that. Right. Like whatsoever. It's super weird. Wouldn't be weird if like, you found out that your, your father was like a videographer bar owner. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, <laughs> could you imagine? You well, you so what? Th- the only thing that I know about this dude is that he asked my mom to get an abortion, and I'm not sure that I would have ever done that. That's not a good start, right? And I don't think that he was like. I I guess I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know the situation there. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing, I don't know if I ever told you this, but the only conversation my mom and I have ever had about this is that after high school, I moved out to Omaha because my aunt and uncle were out there. A year earlier, a little digression here, they lived in California and they said, when you graduate, come live with us. And I said, fuck, yeah, I'll do that. And then my senior year or whatever, they moved to fucking Omaha. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but they had a, they had a, like a nice house there. It was on a lake, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was cool, but it wasn't fucking California. So <laughs> I, so I moved there and when, when I was spending time with her, she was like, kind of prodding a little bit. Like, don't you want to know? Don't you want to know? I'm like, whatever, fucking fine. Tell me something. She's like, I think his name, I think his name was Kevin. And I think this, and I think that. And, and, and she's like, aren't you curious about these things? And I'm like, I don't know, I guess, whatever. I'm like fucking 18. What what do I give a shit? (laughs) Like, I want to go on dates and I want to go watch movies and bullshit. And, uh, and so, at, after that conversation, like in the, in the, over the course of like a car ride, she somehow gets a, a hold of my mom 
and says something to the effect I can only imagine of, well, Lance is really curious and he really wants to know these things. And so I get to the house later on that day and I was like ambushed. So Kim hands me a phone. She's like, your mom's on the phone. She's willing to talk to you about these things. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What is going on? (laughs) So I get on the phone with my mom. And she was like, well, what do you want to know? And I'm like, I don't know. What do you, do you have something to tell me or what's going on? Like, I don't even, like, I just saw my mom two days ago. It's not like we're estranged or anything like that. But Kim is telling her that I like want to know all of this shit. And, (laughs) and so I, (laughs) she's like, well, what do you want to know? And I'm like, I don't know, whatever. And she's like, well, you know, you can ask me any questions you have. And I'm like, yeah, I know that's fine. And she's like, okay, well, just let me know. And I'm like, I will. And then the conversation ended. So I didn't learn shit. <laughs> and then, like, maybe like a year or two later, I recounted this conversation or what happened with my uncle, Dennis, mm-hmm. who is the next youngest under my mom. Mm-hmm. So it's my mom, Dennis, and then Kim, mm-hmm. and then Gina quite a bit later. And, and so I was talking to Dennis about it. And he like told me a little bit. And I was like, I still don't really care. And but basically he did say that whenever whatever went went down, whether it was like right after she got pregnant, my mom got pregnant with me or whatever. He basically said that him and like his friends were like trying to go to his house to like beat the shit out of this guy who's my biological father. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's down. Sounds like a straight up dude. I don't know. <laughs> like it's like a fucking stand up guy or I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> so those are like the two things that I know about this guy. It's like, why do I like, why would I give a shit? I just don't care. It, 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 it means nothing to me. It it holds no weight over me or anything like that. I just don't. Ah, who gives a shit? You know, yeah. life life's too fucking short. Like, I'm not going to go out and try to find this. Like, I don't know if somebody out there knows him and he happens to have a lot of money. Like, maybe let me know that. But other than that, I don't care. <laughs> not a money and a guilty conscience. Mm-hmm. Be a mm-hmm. Ideal match right there. The only thing that I would be curious about is potential likeness because I see a lot of my mom in me. Mm. So it would be interesting and that's it. Just only interesting to know what other similarities there are Hmm. between us, but that's not worth looking into for me. Because what if you do find out that he's like just a fucking deadbeat? Like, why do I, why, Mm -hmm. why do I need that? Like, I don't need to think about that shit. Like I got stuff to do with my kids, you know? Yep. I don't know. Hmm. Fuck that. I did 23 and me, not ancestry. So I think I'm pretty sure mine's ancestry. That's what it says when all the emails come Mm -hmm. through and all that shit. Right. So did you find out anything interesting? On I'm, yours? I'm like 3% Neanderthal. <laughs> For real? I'm slightly higher than average. So that's where you get that chin. I guess my chin and my <laughs> uh, ability to, to hunt <laughs> with my bare hands. I Another another thing that's crazy is that, um, first of all, I've never seen you hunt with your bare hands. but um, I've lost that skill. Right. Another thing that's crazy is that when it came back, it was like more of a like a broader 
pie mm-hmm. chart. Yep. Um, but I'm like 50% like British. Yeah, me too. I, I like, I had no idea. I just like, for some reason, like around certain friends and whatever, and like where I was, I was like, I don't know. I'm probably like German or some shit. <laughs> like I had no idea. And then I got it back and I'm like, oh, well, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I, I had a really strong mix of the whitest of white white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, okay. Uh, English and French and German. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Scandinavian thrown in there just for a little splash of yeah. Viking. I didn't really pay attention to the other stuff after I saw the like the British stuff. And I was like, yeah, I guess I do like Jamie Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay. Uh, 50% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> what was your... Uh, I'm going to bring it back to music because that's oh, what I do Okay. Uh, today. Anyway, I never really do this. Well, maybe I do. I don't pay attention. I don't listen to this podcast. Um, uh, what was the, uh, the first albums or songs that you remember listening to as a kid? Uh, I remember really liking Billy Joel. Oh, fucking right, dude. And like when, when my parents would play thing like that, that I could tolerate. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. Was it like eighties Billy Joel then? Yeah. Or was it earlier? Like the stuff that your mom might've liked from Uh. the late seventies. I remember the Glass Houses album. Yeah. Right. So that would have been late 70s, right? Yeah, like and that one like first opened like, okay, this isn't horrible. Okay. But yeah. we but you and I both are pretty big fans of Michael Jackson. Yes. So when did that come into play for you? Was that pretty early too? Yeah, my mom liked it more than my dad. Mm-hmm. So she would like every now and then sneak it in. I can very much see your dad not liking yeah. Michael Jackson. He, he thought he, you know, <laughs> sort of ruined some of the stuff. Yeah, well, that's my, what most people say in the music but industry. My mom, they were like, Michael Jackson ruined music. But my right? mom liked, I remember she had a Jermaine Jackson album. Oh no, that's too far. Yeah. So. Don't like that. Uh, What's your favorite Michael Jackson song? What did I, I was going through all the ones with the kids the other day. Oh, were you? Like we would. I've had a couple times where I've I've dove into Michael Jackson. Or Elizabeth would be like, what's that song that goes like this? And I'm like, I was like, it's this. Uh, uh, but I, I know I, I really get a kick out of the girl is mine with, Oh yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. That's from I, thriller. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, you know, the, uh, this, like, let me play it for you. These guys played together. So crazy. And I'll tell them, like, this is the guy from the Beatles. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. You know how at the end of this song they're like talking to each other. Yes. I wonder if they cut off at the end and didn't include it in the track when Michael's like, you know, someday I'm gonna buy all your songs from you. <laughs> and, you keep dreaming. And Paul's like, yeah, you keep dreaming. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Uh, this one, here's Paul. I don't understand the way you think. Saying that she's yours, not mine. Sending roses and your silly dreams. Really just a waste of time. Because she's mine. The dark girl is mine. And I feel like Michael Jackson's the only one who could say doggone. You are not wrong. And like make it sir. sound hip. Yeah. Like, 
He said doggone. That's amazing. For some reason, off of Thriller, I have one picture of me as a kid. Well, I have like a shit ton of pictures of me as a kid. But there's one where it has a like a TV on one of those like tray things mm. with records underneath yeah. it. And the only record that you can see the cover to was Thriller. Ah. And um, this didn't happen until later. But I think... I mean, it's not my favorite one on the album, but of the, of the, I guess you would say somewhat lesser known songs, this one's my favorite. And I, it must have been somewhere like mid 2000s that I listened to Human Nature. Yeah. And I was like, I really fucking love this song. Yeah, that was one that Elizabeth was like, what's that one that goes like, beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's uh, it's Michael Jackson. Like, Hold on, I got you. <laughs> yeah. So listen. then I got us in the whole, like, listen, listen to all of the thrillers. Right? Children. Such a good album. <laughs> so my 10-year-old, or she like, well, I showed her the thriller video. Because oh you yeah, would right and now she's like terrified of this just the song, <laughs> like the song plays and she runs away. Darkness falls across. I know the I, land. I, can, I can do that. And she'd be like, "Stop it, stop it, <laughs> go away." Midnight hour is closer, <laughs> and then she'll start running off. I'm like, okay, good, she's gone. Okay, <laughs> mission accomplished. So now we can play the rest of the song. Uh, no, I showed um, uh, during. I think it would have been during the pandemic, you know, we watched a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and we dove into like some music videos and I kind of introduced the kids to Michael Jack. Not that I've, I haven't like followed up on it to make sure <laughs> that they know him, but you know, I toss it in every now and then. Like I almost exclusively made like a nineties playlist um, on Spotify just to play like around my kids. And so, you know, someday when they're out of the house or whatever, that they'll hear some of these songs from when they were growing up. And I'm hoping that, you know, they'll think of me, mm-hmm. you know, when they hear these certain things, which isn't, you know, necessarily something that you want with like a Lil Nas X or <laughs> like, you know, songs like that. <laughs> I want something that's good. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, but I distinctly remember going to... I don't know whose house it was, but we didn't have cable, but they did. Yeah. And we went there and like, you know, leaving me and my sister unoccupied, we found MTV Oh yeah. and they played the Thriller video and I was probably like pretty young. Yeah. But being like... You were a pretty young thing. I was pretty young. PYT I was. But I remember just being like blown away by that. Like, what is this? This is like a whole movie. Yeah. But it's a song. But so it's a, cool. But it's a movie. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, okay, I gotta turn some of this up. That was the, the part that Elizabeth sang to you. Yeah. What's the song that goes da 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 da? Baby B Mine's another good one on this album, too. Yes. For some reason, on an old iPod, I had I had ripped the album 
and put it on there, but Baby Be Mine like skipped. Hmm. So still to this day, because I listened to it so many times with that skip, mm-hmm. I almost like expect it to happen whenever I listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> it like fucking ruined it for me. <laughs> Is Th- Thriller your favorite album then? Probably. I mean, Bad's pretty good. But, Bad's um, very good. That back-to-back sequence. But it's, but it's not... Uh, yeah. It is It is really good, but it's not like... I don't know. How would you say it? It doesn't take itself as seriously? What would you What would you say? Because, I mean, I know that he cared. Yeah. But... And Man, on, Man in the Mirror was fucking huge. Yeah. Like, uh, there's some really good ones on there. Yeah. But some of the others, like... Eh. But he was, he was going... What is it? Is it, like, less... Would you call like would you call thriller like with more I don't know, do you call it R and B? Do you call it like it has more soul to it? Maybe. But that's what's tricky about Michael Jackson is that he just he's just Michael Jackson. Like what's the genre there? Mm-hmm. I mean, they called him the king of pop, but like that song didn't sound like pop. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. And then not that I don't like I do like Speed Demon, but it's not like it doesn't hold a candle to the way you make me feel or or bad or especially man in the mirror fuck that song was huge right mm-hmm. <sighs> when did he die like oh five oh six was it fucking was that that long ago? or was it like one of the 2010s no it would have been well no it wouldn't have been the 20 well i want to say kara was like one or two mm. So maybe like 2010. Three at the most. But I remember talking to you about that, like when he died, because I was so not prepared for how much that would affect me. <laughs> I had no idea that like at that point, because I was so far removed from like being a, like a hardcore fan like I was when I was younger, I had no idea that I would like legit like start crying watching like the funeral Mm. stuff that they had on TV. That's crazy. But this is good shit, dude. so funny that it goes like from this and then it's like on the same album Dirty Diana look <laughs> at that cowbell yeah dude Christopher Walken changed that for everybody <laughs> Bruce Dickinson wants a fellas. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. So I don't know. Would you put would you put Billy Joel before Michael Jackson? What do you think? Oh. I mean I think I probably heard Billy Joel before I heard Michael Jackson. 
But I think Michael Jackson had more profound impact on yeah. expanding my horizons of like, I like that one and I like that. Okay. And I like that. Well, Billy Joel is still alive. So yes. we'll wrap up talking about uh, Michael Jackson and move on to Billy Joel Mr. before before we wrap this whole thing up. Mr. William Joel. Uh, that's what they call him. <laughs> um, sometime like years ago, Mark Dubay was in like Florida or something. And he send me, sent me a message. He was like, you won't believe who I just ran into. And it was like, picture fucking Billy Joel on the street. And Mark got like a, I think it was even before selfies were a thing. And he like <laughs> took a selfie with Billy Joel. It was crazy. Hmm. All right. Favorite Billy Joel song. Go. I mean, that's, that's tough. I mean, uh, you know, that I know, and I'm not going to hold you to it. Like it can be f- flexible and fluid. That's no big deal. We didn't start the fire as a classic. Mm, so good. Let's see here. Uh, but I have a penchant for steel rock and roll to me. Oh, we, yeah. We sang that and yeah. the group. So that was a fun one to sing. But I remember, like, my, I remember we, we got this CD and like I listened to it a lot. And my dad didn't believe me that I could sing all the words. Mm-hmm. So I proved it to him. Yeah. And he couldn't believe it. Like, even, what's up now, Dad? He's like, even though I have no idea what half of the things he's talking about. But mm-hmm. I remember the video of this. Like, I just remember all of it. It was a great video. Like, yeah. all in the kitchen and yeah. all that. Great song. Here's your here's your uh, here's your other one. What's the matter with the clothes I'm wearing? Can't you tell that your tie's too wide? Maybe I should buy some old tab collars. Welcome back to the age of jive. Where have you been hiding out lately, honey? You can't dress as flashy till you spend a lot of money. Everybody's talking about the new sound Funny but it's still rock and roll to me Yeah, you can't <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> when we went to that party at Entner's place And we were playing that karaoke game <laughs> So we, we dubbed ourselves the karaoke hustlers <laughs> We acted like we couldn't sing yes. And then I think we ended up doing like Uptown Girl yeah. with Ian Yes <laughs> It was great oh, <laughs> We're like no. we're, we're the karaoke hustlers <laughs> Yes We ended up singing like versus these girls that yes. we had never met <laughs> And they were like we've never got a platinum before <laughs> Yeah we lied uh, <laughs> Here's here's another one that I really the Downeaster Alexa. Oh yeah. Remember that one? Yes. I don't know, but I really like this song. Which I if I understood like it's after his daughter. I think so, yeah. Because that's her name. Yeah, Alexa Joel. She's a singer too. Mm. But it's like it's like his daughter, but also a ship. I don't understand. Yes. Tonight I am 
big shot. Hey, what did you think of River Dreams when it came out? Oh, uh, it was okay. Yeah, I remember like being so excited because like I was, I was buying a Billy Joel album. Yeah, for the first time, like right when it came out, and I was like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. And now I look back and I'm like, man. <laughs> It's not that great. Yeah. I think I, I might have been overreacting. Yeah, I think I asked for it for Christmas. And I got it for Christmas. Yeah. Being very excited. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I can't think of any uh, better thing to play right now than this. <laughs> for the karaoke hustlers. <laughs> what I liked about Ian was he, he never was not at max volume. That's <laughs> true. I think that there might be a video out there somewhere yeah. of us singing this. Oh, man. There's uh, what I didn't expect from my life so far was to get to a point where there's so many videos and pictures that I don't even know where to look for them. <laughs> like, I know that they exist. But now with everything being digital and about like... 15 years ago, I gave up on trying to organize them. So they're just like, I don't know. Somebody will find it sometime. And hopefully in those folders, it's not stuff that I'm ashamed right. of. It's going to be like a whole Library of Congress section. I know. <laughs> Lance Harding collection. <laughs> well, what'd you think? Did you enjoy your first podcast? It was excitable. It was, yeah. It was great. Uh, Cover it all kinds of things. You know, well, we have music. more. To, we have more to talk about next time, so you'll have to come back. Yeah. And it'll be another. It won't be Cinco de Mayo, or Cinco de Mayo, Cinco however de you Mayo. say it. The Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> but uh, no, there's plenty more we can talk about. But this was yeah, a lot of fun. Dinamuda. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming, buddy. Yeah. And uh, say goodbye. Goodbye, friends. Bye.